as our expert on pussies, please settle this question for us and our listeners once and for all. Is Kevin McCarthy a pussy? After he's out of office, you go and arrest him. So there is no opportunity where the president of the United States can run rampant in, in January, the end of his term, and just go away scot-free. The Department of Justice does know what to do with such people. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. They're playing checkers, and President Trump is playing, you know, chess at the highest level. So I, I don't think they uh, they want to pick a fight with him. Ha, 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 You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this It's a Raining Man Hallelujah episode of the Facts and Friends podcast, our season three finale. My name is Tino, and joining me this week is my friend and co-host. Most of you know him as Judson, but I know him as little-known co-conspirator number seven. Hello, uh, co-conspirator number seven. Seven? There were seven? There were six. Well, it is our season three finale, and we have so much we want to cover before we go on break for the rest of August. In this show, we'll check in on the embarrassing Dunning-Kruger-McCarthy house and its fruitless investigations into the Bidens. We will once and for all answer the timeless political question, is Kevin McCarthy, in fact, a pussy? Yes, Uh, spoilers, yes. No, you're not the one we're going to ask. You're not the one who's going to settle that question. (laughs) But you're right. (laughs) I said spoilers. Spoiler. We'll also follow up on our buddy Jason Aldean and his lynch mob anthem, as well as our musical answer to it. <laughs> also, because every season finale needs a good game, we're bringing back a game we haven't played since our previous podcast. Oh, no. But it's a surprise. Oh, yeah. And Trump was indicted and arraigned again. I mean, I literally <laughs> almost forgot because it's becoming such a common occurrence. They have to come up with a word for what four times indicted. Like right now they're saying he's thrice <laughs> indicted, but no one can agree on what they should say when the next indictment drops. So much show to get to today, Judson. But before we get into it, I wanted to talk about a very strange thing that happened to me this week. Okay. Last week, I went out to get the mail and there was this crudely wrapped package on my doorstep. It it didn't have any kind of like mailing label or identifying markings. It just had the words open me scribbled sort of messily on the up facing side. What was in it? I didn't open it. (laughs) Jesus. I'm a gay Hispanic man that says super mean things about Republicans on a podcast. Why would I open it? <laughs> but what did you do with it? It's sitting here on my desk. Oh my God. I thought if I'm going to get blown up by some crazy maggot, I might as well do it on the air. <laughs> but if it blew up though, like w- wouldn't it also destroy your recording equipment and the recording itself? Do you really? have to ruin every bit we do on this show. <laughs> Apparently I do. <laughs> okay, look, do you want me to open it or not? Uh, I mean, if there's a chance we can finish recording early, I'll take it. Uh, remind me to rewrite that my friend and co-host bit of the intros for season four, I've both been, parts. I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> okay. okay, I don't have a knife or anything, so I'm just going to tear into this. Uh, don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. We have to be the only podcast stupid enough to do an unboxing with no video. You know what? Never mind. Don Jr. and MTG have podcasts, so. (laughs) They do it without audio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What the fuck? This is disgusting. What is it? It's like a pretty large, crusty, 
sticky looking black dildo and it <laughs> has grains grains of rice stuck to it. <laughs> and attached to it is a note that says rub me. Well, you, you can't not rub it. You sound like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't even really want to touch it, but I guess I'll do it for the show. Oh, <clears throat> it feels as gross as it looks. What do you have against black dildos? Jesus. Justin, something's happening. Sessions will give you such a crinking <laughs> neck. Wait, where the fuck am I? Oh no. This stupid dildo somehow summoned a not so magical Jamie. Worst dildo ever. I don't want to be here either. <laughs> I was working on 10,001 scissoring sessions. <laughs> don't expect any goddamn wishes. I'm actually really sorry you said that because I was about to make my first wish for you to go away. No, we love Jamie. Uh, Everybody loves Jamie. I think your I listeners mean, like Jamie more than the actual. I love to hate Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's Tino's favorite pastime. And you know what, Tino? Your wish is granted. You can keep the fucking dildo and the rice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you both ready to dive into the news? No. Absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't mean to be here. I popped out of a fucking vibrating dildo and rice. <laughs> You're right. This is not your choice. This is not your choice. You have to ease me into it. <laughs> Okay, before we get to the Trump indictment, let's touch on some of the other stories this week. Remember a couple of weeks ago when the usual lying, radical right-wing suspects were crowing about how the weaponized Biden administration was trying to silence their star witness, Devin Archer? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Jamie's like, I was all over that story. Yeah. God, that was the good old days. <laughs> we love that. Well, Archer is due to report to prison, seeing as a jury of his peers convicted him in 2018 of felony conspiracy to defraud a Native American tribe. Same. Wow. What a nice guy. <laughs> but it turns out Archer did testify behind closed doors. So like many of the Republicans' accusations against the Biden administrations, or just accusations in general, it had no basis in fact. Yeah, their accusations are an admission, right? Are they like either an admission or they have no basis in fact? It's one or the other, potentially both. Okay. So their star witness did testify last week and boy, did the sparks fly. Republicans, is Jamie still there? Is she eating pizza? I can be doing both. <laughs> okay. Absolutely she can. Well, their star witness did testify last week and oh boy, did the sparks fly. Republicans finally had someone going on record about President Biden's crimes. Thank God. Judson, <laughs> Jamie, do you want to go over the list of those crimes in which uh, Archer implicated President Biden? Abs I yeah, I can do that. Go ahead. Um... Judson, I, I'm done. Nailed it. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now let me check my notes here. Oh, you're right. <laughs> if anything, Archer cleared Biden of any wrongdoing in connection with Hunter Biden's shady business dealings. And make no mistake about it, I'm no fan of Hunter Biden. He seems to be a pretty unsavory guy. I grant he's dealt with a lot of a tragedy in his life, but that isn't an excuse for breaking the law. Though it kind of helps me understand uh, at least some of the reasons why he may have arrived at the place he is in his life. And you know me, I'm not going to volunteer for extra work. So, like, obviously, he didn't do anything. I mean, he didn't do all the things they accuse him of anyway. Hunter? Yeah, Hunter. And Joe didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, what about that infamous bribe the DKM House have failed to provide any evidence of having ever occurred? Why don't we ask Congressman and contender for the DKME for worst congressperson of the 118th Congress, Andy Biggs, about <laughs> Archer's damning bribery testimony? My God, is that the guy that fucked the pie? <laughs> 
<laughs> Different bags. Can you talk about the bribe at all? The $5 million bribe? And he he didn't know anything about that. He didn't know anything about that? He didn't know anything about that. Right. He didn't know anything about that. Nor does anyone else, because it didn't happen. Right. Moving on. Judson, Jamie, it was reported last week that Eric Swalwell spoke truth to pussy, I mean power, <laughs> back in late June, <laughs> when he and Kevin McCarthy exchanged some words on the floor of the People's House. Per multiple sources, on the day the Republicans weaponized their tiny majority to censure Adam Schiff for shining a completely true but unfavorable light on Donald Trump when he was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Swalwell allegedly said to McCarthy, quote, this is pathetic, you're weak, you're a weak man. That's what I said to Tino every morning when I came to work. <laughs> when we worked together. And where's the lie when either of you said that? <laughs> <laughs> So then the next day, per the Daily Beast, who spoke to two separate lawmakers, McCarthy confronted Swalwell, who was on his way to the bathroom, and he said to him, allegedly, if you ever say something like that to me again, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And that's what Tino, my boss, would say back to me. <laughs> no, come on. I am a wimp. Uh, the one fight I got into in middle school was with a bully twice my size trying to punch me, and, and I'm just like holding up my trapper keeper to block the blows until some cranky neighborhood mom scared him off. That, that was the extent dead to my fighting experience. Oh my God. Well done. Okay. Now this is also from the Daily Beast. Another member who witnessed the exchange provided even more context. They were in each other's faces, basically nose to nose. And Swallow said something like, are we really going to do this? And then after some back and forth with some chests puffed out, McCarthy issued a challenge to Swallow. Call me a pussy again and I'll kick your ass. <laughs> now he replied to McCarthy when challenged, you are a pussy. <laughs> Well, we happen to have an expert on pussies with us on the show today. Jamie. <gasps> oh, my God. Not only do you have one, but I'm told you've also seen more than your fair share. Oh, my God. Guess how many teeth are actually in pussies, do you know? I know dogs have 42, so I'm guessing more. Oh, my. I like double at least. You know how many rows? Oh, the rows. We're like fucking sharks, you know? Well, okay. It saws back and forth. Now you have to understand scissoring is real dangerous, but worth it. And also, like sharks, vaginas never stop eating. <laughs> All right. So, Jamie, as our expert on pussies, please settle this question for us and our listeners once and for all. Is Kevin McCarthy a pussy? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm no expert, but... I could have told you that. You did at the top of the show. Oh, right. I did. That's right. I spoiled it. I <laughs> That's forgot. That's how I knew the answer. That's how I knew the answer. He's not one that like I would go for. He's not like my type. But yes, yes, he is. And there's one out there for everybody at least, right? Not for me. <laughs> Let's move on. Jamie, you're a lesbian, so you must like country music, right? Obviously. Wait. What? Don't you remember last week? I said I just learned there was an O in the word. Yeah, I do remember you said that. <laughs> well, Jamie, I don't know if you heard all the hullabaloo around that Jason Aldean lynch mob anthem, Try That in a Small Town. Did you hear anything about that? I know you're not as checked into the I news. I did, actually. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay. And then I watched uh, the video. You saw the video? Oh, you did? Okay. Judson hasn't even watched the video. No, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I have not. I had to watch it. I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the other one that was like a gay country music video, but it was like fun? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I, I do know what she's talking about, but I have not watched that one either because I because he hates do gay that. people. 
But listen, that's what not I what I said. You, <laughs> oh my god, Tino, you'll love it. It's cute little gay boys like hugging and kissing and working in mines. That's like your gig, right? You love that. Depends <laughs> on what they look like. Oh, like hot white people. You love those people. <laughs> they don't have to be white. Uh, I sent you a black they dildo just to have troll to be you. White, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't like my sex partners covered in rice. <laughs> well, then you're an idiot. <laughs> so, for our listeners who may not who may not have listened to our last episode or just tune out of the news. It's an incredibly shitty racist song suggesting Democrats are thugs and criminals and that Republicans from small towns are heroes and they'll beat the shit out of liberals if they step out of line. Now, despite being a really underwhelming song, it's wildly popular, mostly due to the controversy and the fact that Macedonians will buy anything that shits on the libs. But this story is really just follow-up. So Aldine was the hero of the hate-mongering maggots for a couple weeks until everything went south. After initially airing the fairly racist music video, Country Music TV pulled it from the air, which really got all the blue checks worked up about censorship and free speech of Jamie. Blue checks are what I sometimes call far right, racist, sexist, homophobic assholes on the Internet just because they all pay Elon to get a meaningless blue check by their names. You know, Elon Musk. Uh, That's the guy that wrote um, Rocket Man. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) 100% 100% correct. Yeah. No, I know him. He's great. He's fabulous. <laughs> anyway, after Aldine insisted neither the song nor the music video were racist, he and his folks edited out some clips of the BLM protests. Uh, to to make it less racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> smart, smart. The blue checks fucking lost it. I, I, I sampled some tweets or whatever the fuck they're called now that Twitter is called X. Uh, Just posts, I think, is the new. Posts. Okay. Yeah. Jamie, you want to read this first one? Twitter is called X. X now? Sorry, I'm having a minute. minute. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Aldean has lost all of my respect for his retraction. Jason Aldean, if you are to make a stand, all caps, then you have to stand behind what you do and say. The truth is on your side. Stand by it. I don't. I wanted you to know when the capitals were. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Judson, you want to read the next one? Oh, sure. Jason Aldean, why are you editing the video for Try It at a Small Town? Don't cave to the woke expletives. What? Say the expletives. I love expletives. It just says expletives. It wasn't in the story. (laughs) You want to guess what the expletive was? Um, Uh, Fags. Oh, is that what it was? I don't know. I'm guessing. Judson's getting canceled. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded really hopeful when I said it was fags, Judson. (laughs) Maybe your daughter has to show you that uh, presentation again. I was wondering how you got to that point from just the word expletives. But I mean, in context, like I get. Classic Judson. Well, as of recording, I couldn't find any reports on whether or not CMT put the video back on the air. But since a good chunk of it still shows a courthouse where a black teen was lynched in 1927, I'm guessing they didn't. Same. All right. So the real update to this story, Jamie, is the devious plan Judson and I hatched in the wake of this story. Mm-hmm. Wait, what now? I may have done more of the hatching than Judson. <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> I feel more comforted by that a little bit. I don't. Judson's the one throwing <laughs> uh, homophobic expletives left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's well established that people that still support a 77-year-old criminal that is facing more indictments than the years he's been on the planet will fork over their whole life savings if it means sticking it to the libs. Well established. Agreed. <laughs> so Judson and I have resisted for the entire time we've been podcasting, which is shit. Way too going long. On. Way too long. But we resisted selling out and just putting our podcasting energy toward cashing in on these mind-controlled rubes forever. Mm. Well, until last episode. <laughs> you're not you're not angels. You couldn't have done it forever. <laughs> After we went over the whole racist Aldine song, we took a chat GPT and we gave it this prompt. 
write a country song about right-wing values and showing the lawless left that we won't put up with it. Use a lot of Fox News talking points about blue cities versus red towns. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jamie, it did come up with a song. Of course it did. Which we then read on the air. Well, I tried to sing some of it. (laughs) You did, but it was was an interesting interpretation. Shut the fuck up, you homophobe. Wow, Judson. I challenge anyone to listen to Tino's rendition, his country rendition. Well, we're going to play it, so hold on. So, like Aldine's song, it was pretty clumsily written by AI. So, here was our plan. Shit, man, I think ours is better. What should we call it? Stands together. That's in the uh, that's in the chorus a lot. We'll stand together. It's never too late. Should we call it stand together? Oh, that's good. The AI didn't oh, give us right. a title. Come on, Chat no. GPT. So, so let's figure out the band name. And we'll get this bad boy recorded. The lyrics will be AI generated. The music will be AI generated. The band picks and logo will be AI generated. Let's do it. I'll sing it, of course, because we want it to be legit. You know, <laughs> but we could fund this show on the money we'd make for stand together. I mean, sure. Okay, <laughs> that's our that's our plan. Now I like how past Justin sounded very confident that this will work out. He did. He loved this <laughs> plan. Justin, that is, was sober. Justin, yeah, you never listened to past slash sober Justin ever. <laughs> so I said about. <laughs> The, putting this plan into action. But it turned out AI music generation isn't really quite up to the quality of the text and image generation. So much to <laughs> Justin's chagrin, I went about writing the melody myself. I tried to stop him. I mean, he did. on multiple he did occasions, multiple I tried. Yes. I did my best, but... This, All right, yeah. so we're going to share some of the demo bits of the song right now in a very special edition of... Facts and Friends. Do over... I just want to remind you what the prompt is. Write a country song about right-wing values and showing the lawless left that we won't put up with it. Use a lot of Fox News talking points about blue cities and red versus red towns. That's the prompt. Here is the verse as Judson rendered it last week, uh, last show. Verse one. In the heart of red towns, where the fields stretch wide, we hold our values close with unwavering pride. We're the backbone of this nation, strong and true, standing tall for freedom in the red, white, and blue. So it took me the better part of two weeks to write this melody. (laughs) And uh, here is a demo version of that exact same verse. In the heart of red towns, where the fields stretch wide <laughs> We hold our values close with Unwavering pride We're the backbone of this nation Strong and true Standing tall for freedom and the red, white, and blue. I think we might be on our way to a hit. What do you think, Jamie? Oh my god! <laughs> That's completely Chat GPT written. The lyrics. I wrote the melody. I'm in. so uncomfortable with every part of it. Why are you uncomfortable? <laughs> because Tino sounds like a normal white man, and it's creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully I sound like a, some sort of like uh, bigoted country hick. I said Tino sounds like a normal white man and it's creeping me <laughs> totally out. Fair. Totally Ac- fair. Accurate. C- can confirm. Right. Here's the second verse. Uh, All right. Verse two. 
In blue cities, chaos may run wild, but in our red towns, we've got our own style. Hard work, family, and faith we hold dear. United we stand with no room for fear. And here's the demo version. I had to depart on the lyrics a little bit. In those blue cities, chaos sure runs wild. But in our red towns, we got our own damn style. <laughs> Real hard work, family and faith. What do we hold dear? United, we got damn stand <laughs> with no room for fear. <laughs> right, it's about to get oh, a no, you said GD. I'm feeling so. Yes, it. I did. <laughs> I took some liberties with the lyrics. I added some dams and goddams, but they're pretty minor liberties. Like I wanted to change that line. Uh, United we stand with no room for fear. To United we stand with no room for queers. Um, Judson begged me to change it to that. <laughs> I honestly think it would not have an impact on the success of the record. No, they'd like if it. I more. did change that no, line. They, to would, that. they would like it. They would like it. 100% like it more. That's why for I lobbied sure for it. I don't understand. Yeah, you know, yeah. like just like. And the the like longer into the song it goes, the twangier it is. He's like, United, we stand with no room for queers. This is the demo performance. I'm going to have to have a more consistent you're, performance. Yeah, your throughout. twang is a, is very but intense. Just lean into the grift, Tino. Lean into oh, the I'm grift. Going, I'm totally going to. <laughs> okay, so finally the chorus. This is before, and um, as we warned you, I did try to sing it live on the show <laughs> to mixed results. <laughs> we won't back down from what we believe with right wing values. We'll never deceive. <laughs> the lawless left, we won't tolerate. We'll stand together. It's never too late. I see it's been a long time since you listened to country music. <laughs> oh my God, you fucking like. like yeah. <laughs> we won't back down from what we believe. <laughs> I feel like Yoda is writing these last lyrics. No, we said we, that on the show. That's right, we did. did. You? We did. <laughs> Chat GBT takes some liberties with the English language. Yeah, they cheated on the rhymes. I ended up, to be completely honest, rewriting some of the later lyrics just because it gets really repetitive and I wanted it to have a little bit more punch. But anyway, here's the chorus. We won't back down from what we believe with right wing values we'll never deceive lawless left we just won't tolerate we'll stand together it's never too late yeah, maybe the original was better. Come <laughs> back down to what we believe. Wow. <laughs> Jamie, so what are your thoughts? I think 
Uh, okay. Oh, God, I hate to say this. I think, I think it sounds like a normal fucking country song. So. <laughs> that was the idea. I, I get it. Yeah, I just hate yeah. one complimenting Tino that his voice sounds like like an actual normal fucking country song. And two, I'm a bit offended that you didn't call me in it last week and ask me to record it. <laughs> well, I was thinking. Jamie is known as the U.S. Sarah McLaughlin by by most deaf people. <laughs> Yeah, Those California. are people that love most deaf, just so everybody is clear. I remember when I accidentally put your husband on the spot and I made him tell you that you were actually tone deaf. And that's why we're divorced. Thank you, Tino. <laughs> oh, no. no. I, spent, I spent most of the time we worked together trying to break up your marriage. <laughs> and how do you feel now, Tino? How do you feel now? I actually feel a little bad, but it wasn't my fault. It was absolutely his fault. I was like, wait, wait I have how many okay. teeth? Do you feel worse that it happened or that it wasn't your fault <laughs> that it happened? Now, back to the song. We are only sharing a demo version of the song on this show and only clips of it at that because we have every intention of releasing a studio quality version to the public under a pseudonym, a nom de guerre, perhaps. I think that's appropriate here. They won't understand what that means, but sure. Our audience will. <laughs> They're like, who's nom de guerre? I could name him nom that, de guerre. I've actually well, already named him. Judson knows You thing. should name him nom de guerre. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I've already worked with AI to create the artist and his images. I'll show you them uh, after the call or on the break, Jamie. And I've also set up his social pages, including his YouTube channel. So, oh my God. <laughs> we might put the full version out for our supporters over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash facts and friends. But we don't want to blow our cover. So if we do, please keep it under your hats. And if we can pull this your off. large 10 gallon hats. Obviously. <laughs> if we can pull this off and actually make the song or at least the YouTube video, Go Viral, what a story we'll have to tell. Dude, I love fleecing the Proud Boys. We will be right back to share our thoughts on some obese criminal moron getting arrested again. You can call him Mr. Trump if you want. Hey, FNFers, Tino here. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about a new way to support the Facts and Friends podcast. You can become a supporting listener by subscribing to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash factsandfriends, all spelled out. Between our hosting service, recording equipment, and editing and production software licenses, it costs us a decent amount to make this show for you. So we were hoping you might help us at least break even. So what's in it for you? Well, first of all, you'll help keep the show on the air. But wait, there's more. All supporters will get access to the Facts and Friends Discord server, where you can interact with the Facts and Friends community, including me and Judson. And a few lucky supporters may get to read some classified military documents. Judson and I are deeply grateful for any support you can give. And we will prove it by personally recognizing each and every Patreon supporter on the air. We're also re-releasing a ton of episodes from Judson and I's old show, The NPR Podcast. And those are exclusively available to our Patreon supporters. Here's a little taste of what that's like. A woman was horrified when she found a disgusting quote-unquote mystery object inside a carton of tomato juice. What's in the carton, Jamie? What's, <laughs> What's in the carton? carton? What's in the fucking carton? <laughs> well, she called it a vile thing. That looks mm. like a fetus. Is this at the Planned Parenthood smoothie bar? I'm just <laughs> saying. She said that she drank a quarter of the tomato You ever tell a joke and then feel guilty about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tino, all the time, right? <laughs> at least 20 times a show. Doesn't surprise me. Sorry, so she, she was she drank a, fetus? a quarter of it. 
before she realized. And I gotta say, I feel like I would only need to drink a couple glasses before I was like, this tastes like fetus. <laughs> That's such a distinct it's true, taste. It's, it's very mean, gamey. As, it's as, very as gamey. feminist... Feminists and atheists. I think we all know what a fetus tastes like. Am I right? There you go. There you go. So, rightly so, she was horrified and tried to return the fetus tomato juice. I mean, I will say it's an acquired taste. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, 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 right. You say tomato. I say tomato. Let's call the whole pregnancy off. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I hate my brain sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So please do help keep the show on the air by supporting us over at patreon.com slash facts and friends. And if you already have, thank you so very much. So if I have told either of you back before this season started that we were going to do 20 shows and three of them would contain features covering separate criminal indictments of Donald Trump, what would you have said? I'm not doing three shows. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Absolutely fair. Can I can I use the same answer? Is that a lot? <laughs> Justin, you did 18 shows. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I think honestly, I would have been surprised that they got any indictments, I guess, probably. Oh, wow. Not that they aren't warranted. Don't get me wrong. I just would have been surprised that our justice system would get its shit together enough to do that. Fair. It's very slow. And Merrick Garland in particular is super fucking slow. Yeah. So, well, before we get to the new and from most expert accounts, likely most damning Trump indictment so far, let's touch base on the previous one. Uh, the knowing mishandling of classified information charges. Apparently uh, another shoe dropped, Judson. That's right. We begin tonight with breaking news in the multiple special counsel investigations into Donald Trump. In the last hour, there have been some big, big developments in the classified documents case. A superseding indictment has added a new charge against Donald Trump, one additional count of willful retention of national defense information. That was MSNBC's Joy Reid announcing what is now very old news, but it's a pretty damning addition to the charges that Trump already faced in the classified documents case. Right. Also, it added a third defendant, one Carlos de Oliveira, who was the head of maintenance at Mar-a-Lago. He not only helped Walt now to move boxes out of a storage room, presumably to hide them from the feds, he also did this. A week after the DOJ emailed an attorney for Trump's business organization, a draft grand jury subpoena requiring the production of certain security camera footage from Mar-a-Lago, Oliveira had this conversation with another Trump employee. Quote, Oliveira told Trump employee four that the boss wanted the server deleted. Trump employee four responded that he would not know how to do that and that he did not believe that he would have the rights to do that. Trump employee four told De Oliveira that De Oliveira would have to reach out to another employee. Uh oh. Hey, Judson. Yeah. Do you hear that? You, you don't hear that sound? No, no, I hear it. That's why I'm calling my lawyer right now. <laughs> That's right. It's footsteps, buddy. Most of you know him as the director of swimming pool maintenance and leak prevention at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> but I know him as Judson. Hello, Judson. <laughs> Hi, Tino. I mean, given my work ethic, it's no surprise that Mar-a-Lago pool leaks are a problem. Okay, that's an admission, by the way, that he did hold that job. <laughs> but I was really, really bad at it. I just, to be clear. All right, you didn't do it on purpose or like at all the direction jobs. of the, the boss. 
<laughs> now, in most other summers, that would be the worst news Trump would get. Or a person, maybe not Trump. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the worst was, in fact, yet to come. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we did know this was coming, but it still felt nice when it arrived. It felt <laughs> real good. I, I, yeah. All right. So this time there were four charges, which is pretty low by Trump indictment standards. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he complained about the much lower number until someone explained how indictments work. I'm to supposed him. to have the best indictments. <laughs> the four counts are conspiracy to defraud the United States, efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, and conspiracy to violate civil rights. The obstruction had two counts, which makes the four. Right. This indictment also makes delightfully clear that Trump knew what he was doing was wrong. No, wait, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Well, I'm only I'm only speaking to the indictment. Right, right, of course. So per the indictment, Trump called Pence and chewed his ass out because he wasn't buying that nonsense that Oh well, wait, I'm sorry, what did Trump do to Pence's ass? <laughs> Say that again and slower and in your like cute little twang accent. <laughs> he chewed his ass out. <laughs> we we are not writing gay cowboy porn. <laughs> Wait, okay. Well, we is subjective then because I will be. But you did give me an idea for a topic for season four. I'll make sure you're on that show. Thank you. Brokeback Mountain is my favorite movie. Well, Trump chewed Pence out because Pence wasn't buying the nonsense that he could call electoral votes into question and or just reject states tallies. Because it was, in fact, nonsense. So it was nonsense. I mean, I hate to pull the you know, the worst person, you know, just made a great point. But that's what happened. My God, I hate when Tino makes good points. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate when I sing country songs decently enough. You hate when I make good points. Did I you say hate my decent? Talking voice. Are you putting words in my mouth? <laughs> she didn't actually say decent. Thank she you. She did not say decent. <laughs> Uh, but she was singing it during the break, just for the record. Oh, I did. It got in my head and I'm pissed. But also fucking like Akon gets stuck in my head. Okay, so let's calm down. You also said that you were going to have sex with your girlfriend to that song later on. That might have been, I, I actually think I said that and she agreed. Yeah, but I know. But no, I she said she already good. had during the break. <laughs> Listen, I, I just, I'm, I like good ideas. I'm not going to knock it till I try it. All right. So Pence allegedly explained that as he understood the law, there was no constitutional authority invested in the vice president to make any such move, to which Trump replied. Judson, what did Trump say to him? You're too honest. Oh, God. God, I hate that. You should cheat more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that is Trump admitting per the indictment that he knows what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. So, of course, Pence is now selling gear that says you're too honest. To his three fans? Right. Yeah. And that slogan just beat out the quote, you're deluded if you think you have a chance of becoming president ever t-shirt it's like him mother and the fly i like the only people who buy these things and uh pence let's hold let's put the brakes on the honesty thing you've been lying for trump for the better part of <laughs> seven years so go fuck yourself no but that's the guy that trump considers to be too honest the guy who we know lies all the time <laughs> right, on behalf yeah. of the republican party also it's clear from the indictment that tons of trump's own people told him the result was legit and that he understood that right all right so let's talk co-conspirators six six of them not seven six hold well we'll see uh, we, i think actually you're more likely to get pulled into the classified documents case given your <laughs> past work experience <laughs> 
That's fair. So we expected multiple people would be charged, but only Trump was indicted for now. For now. There are several theories as to why the co-conspirators weren't actually indicted, ranging from wanting to expedite the case, which is easier without multiple defendants, to using potential indictments as leverage to get the co-conspirators to cooperate. Right. All right. So who are the co-conspirators? They are not named, but reporters have more or less figured out five of the six. Jetson? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just naming him. Oh, oh no, no, I'm not number one. That's that's Giuliani. That's Giuliani. And speaking of Rudy, uh, Judson, I got something I'd like you and Jamie to read, if 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 that's okay. No, I, it, oh wait, no, it's not okay. <laughs> it's 100 not okay. Jamie, don't agree to it. Can I do it in Tino's accent? Tell him no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just Google Rudy Giuliani. What should they? Uh, what should they Google? I think tits would get it done. Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> Giuliani tits. Don't Google that, Jamie. No, I already did. It's my work computer. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Come here, big tits, Rudy Giuliani. So, oh that's God, that's it. like that's what I call my girlfriend. Is it true? No, it's just like a little John. Yeah, exactly, it's like a cute yeah. little tiny Tim situation. Right. Come no. here, big tits. Okay. Uh, and that's like Tino's voice. <laughs> Come here, big tits. Sorry, I cannot stop. You've created a monster. All right, co-conspirator number two, John Eastman, allegedly. Co-conspirator number three, Sidney Powell. By the way, I hope John Eastman f- they fucking fry his ass. I shouldn't say that. Legally speaking. Legally speaking, right. I mean, come on. He used to be this like really well-respected constitutional law scholar. Emphasis on used to be. Yeah, he's already fried his reputation. Now he's going to be a fucking criminal, hopefully. Yeah. All right, Jeffrey Clark is a likely co-conspirator number four. He was the acting attorney general. Uh, It's worth noting, Clark is accused in the indictment of having threatened to use the military to put down anyone who objected to their coup. Uh, Blue cities. Yep. (laughs) Kenneth Cheesebro. It's likely, I'm sorry, that name is hard, I'm sorry, hard what? to say with a straight face. Kenneth Cheesebro. That is not what I had heard as five and six, but okay. Yeah, he's likely five. And I'm just wondering, did this guy like actually legally change his last name to whatever nickname his frat brothers gave him after some kind of embarrassing initiation stunt? You were in a fraternity, Judson. Did you did you do anything embarrassing that had to do with cheese? I'm, I'm not at liberty to say. Okay. <laughs> I pledge brothers Bree and Munster uh, on their hand. <laughs> I miss Bree. Oh, <laughs> she's adorable. I don't miss her though. So Judson, who did you who did you hear was five? Um I heard five and six were um Epstein. Boris Epstein. Yeah, and then um oh I forget who the, th- the other one was. Epstein might be six. We'll see. Eventually, we'll we'll know. As this story broke, so many news anchors and the political talking heads on their panels were moaning about what a sad day it was. I just don't fucking get that. Weren't the sad days, and there were more than one, weren't they those days Trump and his co-conspirators did the criming? Yeah, January 6th. That seemed like a pretty sad day. That was a pretty sad day. I feel like the day that those that committed the crimes are held to account is a happy day. I I understand what they're trying to say. It's, they don't mean it. They don't mean it. People facing the consequences of their actions isn't a sad day for everyone else. I mean, they haven't been convicted, and if this goes to the stolen right-wing activist Supreme Court, they never will be, but we can at least take some solace or even joy at the fact that, for now at least, the system is working. Right. All right, let's get to reactions, and Judson, I, I guess we have to ask this question. Did the right lose their shit? Do, do you want to take it this time, Jamie? Yes. Yes, you want to take it, or yes, they lost their shit? Yes, they lost their shit. You, you got it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, they lost their shit. Okay. 
<laughs> well, Trump was pretty happy about the indictment. Uh, who would like to read this post from Bullshit Social that he uh, posted immediately after the indictment? Can I do it in your accent? No, it wouldn't make any <laughs> sense because it's Trump. Damn it. I got it. It's fine. I'm sorry, this is, of course, as the only way that Trump can type in all caps. Considering the fact that I had to fly to a filthy, dirty, falling apart and very unsafe Washington, D.C. today, and that I was arrested by my political opponent, who is losing badly to me in the polls, crooked Joe Biden, it was a very good day. <laughs> I bet you this guy would have such a good type five for like a, like a stand-up. <laughs> That's the crazy thing is like, he's funny. Like I know! <laughs> like, can be on purpose often is unintentionally if he weren't the antichrist if he weren't just the worst person in the world yeah mm -hmm. well the reaction from his cronies and his propaganda network was exactly what you would expect they were mad as hell and then they started reciting the usual tired refrain hunter biden two-tier justice system witch hunt weaponizing the government to attack a political rival joe biden's garage yes hillary's emails came up all the things they'd like to investigate or do to their political opponents yes i don't get why they're also pissed off. Smith is literally following the instructions of Trump's lead legal defense attorney for his second impeachment, Bruce Castor. After he's out of office, you go and arrest him. <laughs> so there is no opportunity where the president of the United States can run rampant in, in January, the end of his term, and just go away scot-free. The Department of Justice does know what to do with such people. Okay. <laughs> well, case closed. Open closed, right? <laughs> yeah. hey, Bruce Castor is, is an attorney of some note. <laughs> Uh, so there were a couple surprising reactions from Republicans. There was Mike Pence, former vice president and man who will never be president, no matter how much he prays. Or what Trump does to his ass. <laughs> this was a statement Pence issued. Today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Too late. Yeah. Also important to say, he said we need to move past this so he can fuck right off. Even old Ron Puddin' Fingers DeSantis <laughs> seemed to be changing his tune a little bit. Puddin' hands. Yeah, what does he have to lose at this point, right? Per the New York Times, little Ronnie suggested claims of a stolen 2020 election were false at a recent campaign event in Iowa. How desperate have things gotten in Camp Demantits, sorry, D-Mantits, <laughs> that he's yes, turning D. on Trump? Hit the yeah. D hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, and what kind of strategy is that? Isn't his only path to the White House Trump dropping out for whatever reason? Yes. At that point, wouldn't you want to be one of the ones that said they were always supportive of Trump? Yes, you would. Well, I guess he'll say that he was no matter what, right? Well, or that sure. question to come up. That's, that's what they do. So the arraignment. So he was arraigned on Thursday, which meant Judson had to make a stop at the liquor store to replace the champagne he drank for during the classified documents arraignment. <laughs> <laughs> which he'd bought that day to replace the champagne he'd bought for the New York hush money arraignment. <laughs> you must be way over budget on champagne this summer. Judson. I, I saw someone tweeted this out and I do not recall who I'm so sorry, but someone tweeted out like, can we just, can we make indictment day? Like once a year, I am going broke on champagne and hors d'oeuvres. Like I, I cannot keep up this lifestyle streamers. <laughs> Rice. That's right. The magistrate judge overseeing the arraignment hearing made a few things clear to Trump. But can you read this MSNBC report, Jamie, if for no other reason than I want to hear you butcher this judge's name? <laughs> okay, great. I can't wait. Judge Yaha informed Trump. That was Trump. pretty good, actually. Thank you. Uh, informed Trump that if he violates the conditions of his release, an arrest warrant can be issued for him and he could be detained. 
a normal part of arraignment. She's letting them know. I'm not putting up with your shit. And uh, a delightful tidbit that was leaked after the arraignment was Trump went apeshit on the plane. 10 out of 10 smashed ketchup bottles apeshit that the magistrate judge called him Mr. Trump. You know, his name. Right. His name. (laughs) Personally, I think she went way overboard in trying to give him the level of respect he actually deserves. (laughs) Yeah. So the judge that's actually presiding over the case is one Tanya Chutkin. Now, if there were an AI system that could create an actual human being based on whatever prompt you entered, and that's probably coming, the prompt for Judge Chutkin would have been, quote, create a judge that is the exact opposite of Eileen Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, She has no patience for traitors, and she's handed down some of the toughest sentences to January 6th insurrectionists of any of the judges. Right. Um, Also, when she ruled against Trump's batshit request to block DOJ from reclaiming classified documents, she famously wrote that Trump is, quote, not a king, and uh, I believe she also said, you're not president anymore. (laughs) Interesting enough, and this just happened, is that prosecutors have already had to ask Judge Chuckin for a protective order. And it was prompted by another Trump post on Bullshit Social. You want to, either one of you could read this one. If you go after me, I'm coming after you. (laughs) Thanks, cowgirl Jamie. (laughs) So he, Trump presumably wrote that to DOJ, if not Jack Smith himself. And it sounds a little bit threatening. A little, little, little bit, a little bit. Not when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent it point, Jamie. It sounded bizarre. I mean, I mean, I'm real gay. <laughs> I'll be coming after you later, <laughs> Missy. <laughs> I can't believe you got a part, even in high school theater. <laughs> I won awards, fucker. Oh, God. Uh, well, Trump's defense team has until Monday at 5 p.m. to object to the request, but I heard, I actually heard the traveling circus from which he hired them goes back on the road on Sunday, so they'll probably need to get it to her a little sooner. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a Trump indictment story without one of his attorneys admitting to at least one of the crimes. <laughs> Trump attorney John Laro took to the MAGA misinformation airwaves to suggest Trump maybe did some of the crimes. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays <laughs> yeah. out for him. <laughs> On Laura Ingram's Legally Not News show, Laro said... What President Trump said is, let's go with option D. Let's just halt, let's just pause the voting and allow the state legislatures to take one last look and make a determination as to, the, as to whether or not the elections yeah. were handled fairly. That's constitutional law. That's not an issue of, of criminal activity. Uh, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. But I'm going to call bullshit. Um, Feels like trying to obstruct the government proceeding to me. Yeah. Also, from the indictment, it seems really clear that Trump 100% knew he lost. So uh, thanks for admitting, despite him knowing that, he sought to undo a free and fair election. Or at least delay. You admitted to on the air. Yeah. yeah. But again, you're not a constitutional lawyer. So <laughs> I, am not, I am not. Just to be absolutely I'm, clear. I'm more of a country Western singer. Uh, We've heard it. We know. I I I hate to admit it. (laughs) Well, to close this story out on a depressing note, oh good, a really sobering fact hit me last week. No matter what, no matter what, Trump is getting pardoned. It will either be by himself or the next Republican president. Now, it could be a posthumous pardon. From your lips. (laughs) And that, I just want to say, will provide yet more unneeded proof of the actual two-tiered justice system. One for the rich and white and male, and one for the poor and the people of color and women. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But maybe it won't even get to that point. Maybe this is going away much sooner. Failed gubernatorial candidate, chronic loser, and woman who makes you think you might need to up your lens prescription every time you see a video <laughs> of her, Carrie Lake, boasted this. Filter queen of Arizona. <laughs> They're playing checkers and President Trump is playing, you know, hopscotch at the highest level. (laughs) So I I don't think they uh, they want to pick a fight with him. Maybe (laughs) Carrie Lake doesn't know the rules of chess. Carrie, you don't win by eating the most pieces. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back with an exciting game you don't want to miss. Hey, FNFers, Judson here. Tino and I are always looking to interact more with our fantastic audience. If you have questions, ideas, complaints, or just need a friend, you can reach out to us at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter N, friends at gmail. And if you want to make a more intimate connection, I'm on Twitter at the fault in my arse. Again, the fault, the letter N, my arse. And you can find Tino at Uncle Tortilla. We can't wait to hear from you. Welcome back. Thanks. You and the listeners, Judson, not Jamie. Okay. Rude. Well. Now, neither of you know what game we're playing, but I'll give you a hint. I mentioned this earlier. Both of you have played this game on air before. I will award one bonus point if one of you can guess the game we're about to play. Um, name that tune. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to guess. Was that one of those lyrics guess, lyric guessing games? That's the same. It's not That's the, what I said. It's not the same thing. Lyrics, tunes. Okay. Uh, no bonus points. That's fine. It's time to play Trump Supporter Family <laughs> Feud. <laughs> Aren't they all in jail for child trafficking now? <laughs> Trump supporters? <laughs> so we played this game on episode 79 of our old show, the NPR podcast. We did so many fucking episodes, man. Yeah, yeah. And you also should have given a trigger warning before <laughs> you did this. Why? I'm calling my lawyer because I'm feeling very triggered. <laughs> I don't know why, though. Because Brie won your Trump butt plug? That was, there was an actual prize. Yes. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, okay, and you know okay. all of the things that happened in that Trump plug fest? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I actually want to have her on to talk about that. Okay, but you got to have like an extended version. This is for the Patreons only. The OnlyFans <laughs> fans. <laughs> well, I actually thought, Jamie, you were and or are too stoned out of your mind to remember the last time we played? Oh, I have no memory of okay, it. Okay, so here's a little reminder. What is a quality you've seen most in liberals? Hairy armpits. <laughs> Wrong. Ah. Jamie! Jamie, go ahead. I'll when I by the pussy. That's a great answer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jamie, you can't say that on the radio, okay? I mean, it's right. It was on the board, but you can't say that on the radio. <laughs> I just know Republicans. What can I say? All right, Jamie, still your turn. Oh, it is? I'm sorry, what is it again? Yeah. What a trait that they see in your liberals? What is the quality you've seen most in liberals? That they're old and sound like Larry David. Wrong. Damn it. Oh, wait, no. I have to give that to you because... Jewiness is on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Jewiness. Thank you. We are on the same page. A trait that you see in liberals. Political correct. Overly politically correct. Wrong. Sorry. Judson? I think the board's kind of thin now. Um, Not really. (laughs) A trait you see in liberals. A trait you've seen. Uh, I mean... 
book learning. I'll accept that because homosexuality <laughs> is on the board. <laughs> so, go ahead and give you a point for Close that. enough. <laughs> right. So if you forgot, we had some pretty loose rules and some pretty offensive answers. <laughs> I like that past Judson was sounded just as confused about how that answer related <laughs> as current Judson does. Honestly, in past Jamie used just as many inappropriate words. I love her so much. <laughs> but remember, these aren't our answers. These are from actual Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. I didn't write any of these. Allegedly. So here we are. A head-to-head contest between Judson and Jamie to see who is better at getting into the mind of the average Trump supporter. Oh, God. God damn it. Judson, uh-huh. Jamie, we asked 100 Trump supporters the questions I'm about to reveal. If you know how the Trump supporters answered, please buzz in with your name. If you get a wrong answer, your opponent can steal. You get one point for every correct answer. You don't lose points for incorrect answers, so do feel free to guess. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? No. Definitely not. What's What game is this again? <laughs> Name that tune. Uh-huh. <laughs> we asked 100 Trump supporters in 2023, what is the biggest threat to America? Judson. Uh, Jamie. Judson. Jamie. <laughs> Judson got it first. All right, all right, all right. It first. It's trans, trans kids. Trans kids are the biggest threat. Judges. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Which Trump supporters did you ask? Jamie, would you like to steal? Yeah, repeat the question. <laughs> In 2023, what is the biggest threat to America? Faxed. What'd you say? Facts. Sorry, facts is not on the board. Justin, would you like to take another chance? If trans kids weren't on the board, um, wokeness. The judges are now saying I should have given you trans kids because <laughs> the Barbie movie is the number four answer on the board. Stop. <laughs> that also kind of works with wokeness. Okay, good. All right. Justin, you have the board. Oh, I, I, I get to keep going. Oh, this is the steals. Sure. Okay. Are we still on the same question? Same question. Oh, what was the question again? Oh, my God. <laughs> In 2023, what is the biggest threat to America? Uh, what is the biggest threat to America? You got nothing? I got J- Jamie is the biggest threat to America. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on uh, there, but they don't know her. Not yet. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie, go ahead, Jamie. Steal. So the biggest threat to America. Um what is this isn't Jeopardy, Jamie. <laughs> God damn. Next time you we're going to play a game, tell me not to smoke pot first. First okay. of all. Hold on. You're, you're, biggest you're... threat to America is... Uh, fuck. Um... Time's up. What's the number five answer? It's vegans. Vegans? Genius. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Number three, the 19th Amendment. <laughs> uh, I just now realize that number three and number two are a little similar, but number two, voting rights. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. broader category. The number one biggest threat to America, Hunter Biden's cock. I can't believe you didn't get that. Is it a threat? I feel threatened. <laughs> All right. Judson, you have the board. What disease would you cure from the world if you could cure one instantly? Jamie. <laughs> go ahead. It's fine. Jamie, go, ahead. go ahead. That's fine. Homophobia. You're answering this the way wrong way. These are Trump supporters. <laughs> Wait, are these are homopho- the, the Sorry, sorry, sorry. These are Trump supporters saying there's a disease that they would cure? Yes. Yeah, why wouldn't they cure the gays to not be gay? You said homophobia. You didn't say homosexuality. Oh, I meant homosexuality. Okay, 
Jamie. Why would you not grant that? How's that on the board? It should be. You're right. (laughs) I'm going to give you credit. It's not on the board, but it really should should be. be I mean, it's on the board. It's just we can't see it, but it's there. (laughs) We'll have the top five answers. This was the sixth. (laughs) You have the board, Jamie. Great. What do I do with the board? You you guess again, because uh, that was <laughs> the number seven answer. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest threat to America? No, the disease no, you, if you cure. cure. If you were a Trump supporter. Right. You can only cure one disease. You're a Trump supporter. And for the record, I did tell Jamie we'd be playing a game before she got high today. <laughs> Listen, before. He did. He did. I just didn't believe him that it would be a she hard one. She wanted to one. give me a fighting chance, Tina. Listen, how, I mean, how many Republicans do we think have crabs? You know, <laughs> like they'd probably all want to cure that. Crabs? Neurosyphilis, yeah. I can't give you that one. That's because Tino has crabs, too. (laughs) (laughs) No and no and Judson, would you like to steal? Diabetes. Yay! That's the number two answer. (laughs) But you want to be... Oh, sorry. The judges say you need to be more specific. Two. More specific than diabetes? Not type one. They came up to themselves. Jamie gave you the answer just now. Type two diabetes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, we can accept that. All right. (laughs) There are... Just one better. Yeah, there's only one better than that. Anyone? Going once? Nope. Going twice? All right. The number six answer... Spanish. Stop. <laughs> okay. The number four answer is, oh shit, I think I made a mistake because this is synonymous with homosexuality. It's liberalism. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> the number three answer is cancer, but not for Democrats. Obviously. <laughs> um, I've got all my numbers wrong. Uh-huh. The next one is COVID vaccine myocarditis. Oh, no. <laughs> and the number one answer is Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> wow. Right. I should have gotten that one. Okay. Jamie, you have the board. If you could ban only one book, what would it be? Is it me or Republicans? Republicans. Oh, my God. And we're playing Jeopardy. <laughs> right, right, right. What is... <laughs> Tic-tac-doe. <laughs> Hold on. Let me think about this. Jamie, spin the wheel. Or would you like to buy a vowel? (laughs) If I could ban only one book, it would be... As as a Trump supporter. As a Trump supporter, it it would be... um, Three, two... No, don't cut me off. Don't you fucking do it, Tina. Okay, you can you can ant me while Judson thinks, then I'm going to steal and I'll get it back. Judson, if you could only ban one book, what would it be? Uh, I'm going to say the Quran. Hey! That's the number three answer. The number three answer is the Quran? <laughs> yes. Would the number one answer be like... Um, A history book. Just the history like, book. <laughs> RBG's memoir. <laughs> How about... It's Judson's turn to guess, but... Go ahead. I really don't care. Judson doesn't have any idea. I, I That was my guess. Jamie? Fuck. I don't know. Three, well, two. Uh, the Bhagavad Gita. Everything that's not Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The number five answer is the dictionary. Stop. <laughs> the number four the answer thesaurus, is yeah. my nephew's Facebook. I don't think they oh understood the God. question. The number two answer is can I ask one of my wives? And the oh. number <laughs> one answer is the sex offender director. That is a great answer. (laughs) 
Jay was on page 27. The nice thing is, too, is like the dictionary goes along with it. You won't know what a sex vendor is, and then you won't be able to find them. I love uh, it. The score is, I think, three to one. I don't think. Probably that. something like that. Next question. We asked 100 Trump supporters, what do you love most about Donald Trump? His golden showers. <laughs> Jamie, what? His golden showers. <laughs> Oh, actually, I might give that to you. Give, do because it. Because the, the number two answer is... Танцующие куклы приводят детей в восторг. That's absolutely what I said. <laughs> that translates into dancing puppets delight the children. Yes. Thank But you. she was peeing when she said it, I promise. Mm -hmm. So was I. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Jamie, would you like to guess again? Yes. Only three more answers. That was the number two answer. Great. So what book would I ban... If I... <laughs> That's the last question. No, no, no. What do you love most about Trump? Um, his luscious, full, real <laughs> head of hair and his the carpet that matches the drapes. <laughs> That's got to be on there. Come on. Uh, I'll give you credit. It's not on uh, there. We gave credit for good answers on the last yeah. one, too. Not, not just ones that were on the board. So, Jamie, you've tied the game. Woo. She gets to guess again. Any more guesses or does Justin get a shot? Uh, okay, what book would I ban? Nope. Still on that question. <laughs> No, the category is potent potables, Jamie. <laughs> okay, what do I love most about Trump? His giant, manly, normal colored hands. <laughs> well, what are the? I think I think part of that Russian saying is a how to add the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Judson, do you have any guesses? Raw we... sexual magnetism. I think that's what I meant by the hands. <laughs> so, Judson, we have to give that to you because the number four answer is he's my wife's hall pass, and he'd never fuck someone so fat. <laughs> oh oh god. my god! <laughs> I knew that would trigger <laughs> Okay, we got to move on. Number three, he talks to me on my level. Oh. Oh, my God. Apparently, we did some pulling out of daycare. <laughs> and then the number one answer is not black. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. I actually feel better about myself that I don't get some of these answers. <laughs> right? Hey, Trump supporters said them. I didn't write them. Sure. That's how if, that went down. If you, if you were stranded in a sanctuary city, what is one item you'd want to have with you? I don't know. Like, uh, you got to buzz in. Oh, okay. Uh, buzz. You say your name. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> I don't even want to buzz in. I just want to hear Jamie do it. <laughs> buzz. Judson. You have to have an answer too, though, Jamie. Uh, uh, machetes. What was the question? <laughs> I'd say you're barking up the right tree. You want to up the ante on the weapon? Uh, like a sword. Samurai. No, that's a person. What do Republicans love, Jamie? Golden showers. I've said that like seven times. In the weapon department. <laughs> Johnson. Guns, AK-47s, murder of people that aren't white. It's an AR-15. I got to give it to you. Thank you. Woo. I was going to go flamethrower. And actually, you okay. get two points for that because one of the other answers is homo repellent. <laughs> I'm not sure why we accepted AR-15 twice. There are two more answers on the board. The number four answer and the number one answer. Judson, Jamie, anyone, answer. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know how their minds work that well please you're the maga whisperer dude what? i'm not the tino maga whisperer though so all right the number four answer is do plastic hand ties and a baseball bat count as one item if they come in a bundle oh my god <laughs> number one answer is immunity from prosecution oh no okay. oh that's great okay. it was genius so there's only three answers on the board what's an important fact about slavery every child should learn jamie didn't happen that's the number one answer, Jamie. It's a filthy liberal lie. Oh, my God. I feel so dirty and so good at the same time. <laughs> Congratulations, Jamie. 
You earned it. That's exactly how you're going to feel when you're singing my country song, like having sex with your girlfriend later tonight. All right. That's exactly how I did All right. Two more answers, Jamie. Oh. I'll give you a hint. These aren't bad. I hope neither of you get this. Um, If only there should have been AK-47s at the time. (laughs) All right. I'll give it to you. Because the number two answer is at least some of those whippings were deserved. Okay. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And the number three answer is there's a good chance it could come back if you blacks don't behave. Oh, my (laughs) God. I bet you Tino wrote half of these answers. Half? All right. So we asked 100 Trump supporters after Trump. Who is your biggest hero? Judson. Judson, what was what your answer? Well, after Trump will be Don Jr., right? No one likes Don Jr. <laughs> Judson, what are you thinking? Not even Republicans like Don Jr. The only one who likes Don Jr. is his Coke dealer. <laughs> he likes him a lot, though. <laughs> he does. It's enough to make up for the, all the rest. He's two of his kids through college. <laughs> Jamie, do you want to steal? Q. Uh, I got to give it to you. It's not on there, but uh, I got to give Thank it to you. Thank you. That's fair. Yeah, I think you're way up now, like I, Five to three or something. I, I, I stopped keeping track when she got pulled ahead. So. I never started. <laughs> I've been keeping track this whole time and I'm doing great. Okay. J- Jamie, do you have another guess? Ooh, how about like Rudy Giuliani, but only when his like sexy hair dye is like turning into creepy, <laughs> no, no. melty sideburns no, 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 and it looks no, no, like, no. like a superhero's villain. No, no one no. likes Rudy Giuliani either. It's definitely Reagan and then Jesus in that order. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got to give you credit for one of those. <laughs> Jesus, but he's a real distant second. Is <laughs> All right, also on the board, the number five answer. I can't remember his name, but those radical liberals just tore down his statue in the town square. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Number four, Elon Musk. Uh, Number three, Jason Aldean. uh, Jason Aldean before he went all fag. (laughs) And the number one answer is Vladimir Putin. I was going to say Putin, but then I didn't think anybody knew him. Who do you think should be Donald Trump's running mate? In 2024. And we decided against Joe Jr., it sounds like. That's not a person. Don Jr.? That's what I meant. (laughs) Anyone want to buzz in? Johnson. Jesus. Damn it. That was my answer, Jamie. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, it's wrong. But I'm going to go with, she stole it, so I'm going to go with JFK Jr. or RFK Jr., whichever one is available. JFK Jr. is the number two answer, Judson. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. Uh, wait, Judson, what was your answer? JFK Jr. Uh, okay, Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> no. I mean, if we're just naming dead people that we all think are alive. That's not why he guessed that. All right, last chance. Anyone? 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 No, I'm good. The number four answer is the guy off camera that helped Kid Rock shoot up those Bud Light cans. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's a pretty good shot compared to Kid Rock, anyway. <laughs> the number three answer is whoever takes out that piece of shit Jack Smith. Oh. <laughs> and the number one answer is another smaller version of Donald Trump. <laughs> a mini Love Trump, it. sure. Mini Love it. <laughs> but not Don Jr. Definitely not Don Jr. All right, only two more. If you want to catch up, Judson, you need to get... Right, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> what is the top dead giveaway that a guy is homosexual? No one's guessing. No. Number five, supports Ukraine. Number four, <laughs> has homophobic YouTube channel. <clears throat> Ethan Schmidt. Uh, number three, two words, Bud Light. <laughs> number two, was vice president from 2017 to 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Calls his wife mother. And number one is registered as a Democrat. <laughs> oh, my God. Justin, you should have gotten some of those. Some of these were really easy. You should t- at least take a swing at the easy ones or the funny ones. Even better. What is Donald Trump's 
greatest achievement. How many times can I give the answer golden shower? <laughs> Johnson keeping us believing that he has a full head of luxurious hair. Mm, let's give him. Who believes that? The MAGA people believe that. <laughs> no, they don't believe that. No, they definitely do. I'm not giving. They think his hair is real, man. Judges say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Judges are biased. This is bullshit. Oh, uh, you sound like a Republican. Uh, yeah. Jamie. It's rigged. Do you have a guess? His greatest achievement? Yeah. Oh, did, did we, uh, has anyone said his? Um... We ruled out Don Jr. just for the record. <laughs> so did he. I got nothing. All right. Number four was a three-way tie. Tearing down the Berlin Wall, catching Bin Laden, and landing Stop. on the moon. Oh, sure. Sure. That makes sense. <laughs> number three, spending my life savings so fast. My God. <laughs> number two, getting away with rape that one time. <gasps> Just the what? And number one, number one answer is getting away with rape all those other times. (laughs) That is our game. Congratulations, Jamie. You have won. Sadly, there's no prize. Oh my God. I. No, no. It's an anti prize. I'm so sorry, Jamie. God, am I going to get butt cancer? I don't know. Did you do a cheese thing in, a, in your frat in college? <laughs> Obviously. That's why I'm gay. Oh, no. Tino, you're going to hell. For sure. Thank you all so much for listening to the show this week. And hey, this season, if you were with us for all 20 episodes, looking at you, Elemy and Migs. <laughs> <laughs> the Facts and Friends podcast is written, directed, and produced by me. Judson and I share editing workload most weeks, and I'm forever grateful that he works it into his busy family schedule to do so. I would have said work schedule, but we know what that's we like. Know, we know that's not true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, we often get some great contributions from a few very smart, very funny people who don't wish to be named to improve their chances of avoiding the camps during Trump's second term. <laughs> <laughs> Wise plan, really. Can't blame him. We're going to the camps, Judson. <laughs> and, and you might be one of the few straight people there, so sorry. <laughs> It'll be fine. You'll definitely be a bottom. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, One last plea this season to to please help keep the show going by spreading the word about it to your friends and followers through social media and word of mouth. Also, do take a quick second to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Those really do help. Finally, we are going to take some time off after this episode. We won't be entirely gone from your feed, though. We recorded the mailbag show already, which has some shocking revelations about Judson and Tommy Laren. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> but, but yeah, not, not about, but not about you and somebody else who I can't name because you're going to cut it from the show. Dick. Would you expect me to write it any differently? No, I, w- I wouldn't. But we also hope to do one short show on whatever huge news drops during our break. I, I hear there might be a hearing coming up in late August. And in this timeline, who knows what else could happen? We're pretty sure we know when season four will premiere sometime in September. Stay tuned to our social media or hiatus specials for the specific date. Jamie, I want to thank you. I don't even want to read this. Thanks for coming (laughs) to the finale, Jamie. (laughs) I want to thank Jamie for coming to the finale. No, I want to thank you for coming on to the finale. I know it takes a big chunk out of your time scissoring with your girlfriend. It does because I don't understand technology. And so every time I have to do this, I'm set up for seven hours. 30 plus minutes of this was devoted to setting up Jamie's technology. So... All worth it. It was all worth it. I agree. Judson, I want to thank you for doing this with me week in and week out or every three weeks in and every three weeks out. (laughs) I know it can't be fun to be locked in a closet for so long. Am I right, Lindsay? (laughs) 
Again, thank you all so much for listening to our show. It really is a labor of love. And we really hope that we help you squeeze a chuckle or two out of this political and social nightmare that the right is making this country. Enjoy your summer, everyone. And a special prize if you can figure out our right wing country alter ego. Hint, he'll be taking YouTube by storm with an all new far right hate mongering country music anthem. (laughs) You guys want to say goodbye? Goodbye. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. And two, I'm a bit offended that you didn't call me last week and ask me to record it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking, Jamie is known as the U.S. Sarah McLaughlin by by most deaf people. Those are people that love most deaf, just so everybody is clear. I won't back down from what we believe. Come here, big tits. Right-wing values never deceive The lawless left we just won't tolerate We stand together It's never